It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. Good Saturday morning. This is Hobby Hotline, episode. 156. We're going uh, four wide uh, this morning and probably a good time to announce uh, starting in July, we're going to have a a rotation of four hosts uh, scheduled uh, as well with 21 hosts now, uh, just to make sure we get everybody uh, on screen and less of me uh, as I uh, also uh, at play uh, in there. But let's let's welcome our panel. I'm, I'm John Newman. Uh, from Sports Card Nation. To my left on the screen, we have Victor Roman. Good morning, Victor. Morning, morning, uh, Hobby Hotline. And then below me, we have Brad Badoon, Texas Card Dude. Howdy, all from Denton, and, Texas. And then to the left of him, we have the birthday boy uh, this morning, Mr. Rich Klein. It's happy birthday. So when I, I thought this morning, I'm like, you know, last, last year, Willard Scott, uh, passed away. For those that may know or not know who he is, Willard Scott did the did the, like the big birthdays on the Today Show with Matt Lauer back in the day, and Katie. I'm like, Rich is worthy of you know that sort of acknowledgement. So I'm gonna I'm gonna channel my my Willard Scott uh, this morning. It's not very good. I'll warn you ahead of time. So if you expect in miracles, uh, don't 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 bother. But uh, he he'd say something like, "Why well, wish." Rich Klein down in Dallas, Texas, uh, celebrating a birthday today. Rich uh, keeps his hands young by sorting cards and has uh, some great skin using frog dung. And then they put up a graphic like this. Happy birthday, Rich Klein, Dallas, Texas. A hundred years old today. It doesn't look like it. (laughs) No, but I sure as heck feel like it at times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but all joke, all, all, all joking aside, uh, Rich, uh, happy birthday! Uh, glad you're here, and uh, what you know today. You know, a lot of times we we do these birthdays like the birthday was the day before, or maybe tomorrow we're not going to be on. But today's your actual birthday. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of cool, and I can't think of a better way of spending it. I've, I actually came to the office for a short time today, did a little bit of work. And then I'll spend the afternoon and evening with the family, which is perfect, which is perfectly fine. But, you know, they're all sleeping when I left. So there was no reason not to hop, not, pe- you know, to me, getting up at seven is late to them. Getting up at seven is like uh, six hours before they feel they should get up. So yeah. I have plenty of time in the morning for stuff like that. And uh, happy birthday from your Texas card, dude. Happy birthday. And all joking yes. aside, thank you. Happy birthday. Happy you. Yes, yes, and I agree. Casey Kasem would be a. Oh, by the way, I did, you know, Sirius XM, 70s on seven. You there you go. To American Top 40. I was listening yeah, I gotta, to it. After I leave, I'll I'll listen to some of it on my way. And hey, I'm the only person older than Casey Kasem right now. I did a lot of work on this graphic. So I. I, 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 I so day. that's like, I'm putting that out on Twitter. I'm putting it out on Facebook. It, that's, that's going, an in, that's going everywhere. And, and you know, you know, Rich, when we do that, cause we love you. If we didn't care, I wouldn't spend I any time them, doing graphics. 
don't, I, I don't even do that for my wife. I just tell her happy birthday, give her a card. So you, I, I, I tell the story of a local card store. And we had had on and off things over the years. And when he bought the local card store, the reason and I knew we were going to be fine is when he locked me out of the store one day. And I knew Dallas card shows lock you out. No, it wasn't him. It was a different story. Kyle would never lock me out. Kyle might do other things. Uh, but this was a different guy. But the minute he locked me out, I knew what was going on. And I started laughing. And then I came to the door and left me. And I knew we were fine from that point. So, you know, as you get older, you realize sometimes people do things just for fun, not for not for things. Yeah. However, there are certain things we'll also say for fun, like Victor, the 85 tops, Mark McGuire is his yeah. record card, not the 87. I don't know what planet you're on. 87. It's, it's settled hobby law that the 85 McGuire is his rookie card. Oh, you do not need to reinvent the wheel at this point. 87. 87. The I'm an 85 guy. It's 85 tops. It's a regular It's a regular release. It's a regular 792 card set. I know he's in an Olympic uniform. I get, I get all that. Correct. But... It's his first card in a, in a regular but, you know, In, in a that regular case, set. then, right here, Victor, right here, right here, right here. Steve Avery showing him in his high school uniform should not be a rookie card either. <laughs> Think, hey, about uh, that. Think about that for a second. When we have the 92 Bowman Mariano Rivera card in his street clothes looking like he's 12 years old, yeah. we're calling that his rookie card. Yes. He's not wearing a Yankee uniform or a uniform of any sort. That was Clip a base set. 92 Bowman dunking that baseball again not wearing any uniforms we call that a rookie card it wasn't a sub i don't understand why the 85 mcguire can't be the same given the same respect as people like cliff floyd and mariano rivera and steve avery heck i mean he only is the single season home run leader you know whether or not you think there was a little bit of help from some roids it's a different subject but he's but yeah. the numbers still say 70 homers okay so this is how much fun i'm having I completely forgot we were live, and I looked over and I saw there were actually comments. So, <laughs> yeah, this isn't like your own personal Zoom meeting where no one's no one's watching. Yeah, the happy birthday from that '70s card show. I want to say good morning to Turkey Cards too, and welcome and thanks for joining in. We got safe at home saying happy birthday. Appreciate that. Good morning, Ed. As always, 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 Rex. The kids, everybody, just thank you for having us on, and good morning, and we are just going to have a blast. And again, from 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 Rex, hobby love, yep, hobby love. And what would be, you know, a hobby hotline without, you know, somebody cheating somebody? And then you got look at this, Ray from Philly, Ray from Philly making a, an appearance. Look at this. This will tell you how much you're loved, man. Happy twenty first birthday from Jenny. You know, if you multiply 21 by a few, you get to my birthday, Jenny. <laughs> if you multiply 21 times four and then add. <laughs> Take Lou a left and a right and another left and, and two more rights. Morning, Lou Rock. A left, a left to go to Albuquerque. Isn't that right? Left, left. Point to go to Albuquerque. In, hey, you know, that's a great Partridge family song. You know, the Partridge family, you know, the only people on the Partridge family who actually played on the, you know, were the two singers. Uh, David Cassidy, the lead singer, and his stepmom, Shirley Jones. And they were both very talented singers. And really, the people who played behind them were not the Partridge family or, you know, or the quote, the Partridge family. 
but a group called the Wrecking Crew, which were a bunch of studio musicians from California. And the reason I'm saying all that is there's a really fun Partridge Family episode with one of my favorite Partridge Family songs, to show you how old I am, called Point Me in the Direction of Albuquerque. So anytime B-Rad or whatever we're calling him now talks about Albuquerque, I just think Don't be hating, Rich. Don't be hating. Don't you mean Danny Bonaducci wasn't really singing? That ruins the whole oh, no, show. And he wasn't me. playing it anyway, and the uh, little Tracy couldn't play the cymbals to save her life. There's just a good mark right there. So good morning, Victor. Now that you you know <laughs> we're eight minutes in, I mean, Victor, you're probably then. you're probably thinking, what the heck did I get into this morning? <laughs> and you he's thought, right, as soon as this show's over, he's going to go to Val. He's going to go to Val and say, "Listen, I don't care what day you schedule me on, but uh, not with these guys." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're talking about being young or being old. Yeah. But you know, since we're talking about being young or being old, we finally have. A breaking news this week in being young with cards That's and correct. what tops with fanatics has done about expanding the bowman and the nil and all that and really again stealing a lot of thunder from our friends at panini and you know we don't know what it's going to be but it's going to be interesting yeah go ahead victor you 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 lead off but i'll, I'll back clean up okay you there you go. You know, 15 20 minutes later so sounds good word in Okay, I, uh, you know, I've been following this NIL thing closely since its inception because I knew it was going to affect the hobby in one way or the other. But what I saw, I really, I really liked. I really like what I see and what it, the first thing I noticed was the bigger picture. And I think this is what Fanatics was after from the get go. And I think uh, them purchasing tops, I think that was just a, a small step. That was that was part of the equation, but it was small potatoes compared to the bigger picture. Because I think the bigger picture was opening up this new network of product and, and sports trading cards through the collegiate universities. And I think when 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 you start to see the bigger picture and how they did it, it's it's a genius concept of what they did. And and they're giving all the athletes a fair chance. From the way I'm studying it is there's two types of contracts that these kids are going to have, and that's exclusive and non-exclusive. And so the non-exclusive athletes are going to get less pay, but they're going to be able to sign with other companies like Panini, Leaf, Upper Deck, what have you. Uh, but the exclusive contracts, those players are going to be, they're going to make more money, but they're going to be exclusive to tops. So what a way to write up a contract that that really benefits everyone but at the same time gives tops exclusive rights to the top athlete and in that aspect i think this is just a a brilliant uh contractual move by tops and fanatics as far as the hobby's concerned i think there is a there is a need for this type of uh product in the, in the hobby there is a, a sect of collectors that enjoy uh, players in their college uniforms, uh, everybody, that's a subjective thing, whether you like it or not. But I do think it really opens up the door in the NFL and NBA for collectors who really like to prospect. And and there is a, a niche in the hobby for prospecting, and this is really going to open up the door. And my last point that I'm going to make is, is that I hope, two things that I hope. The first thing I hope, I hope that they clean up the the 
NFL product and the NBA product as far as removing players from their college uniforms and and exclusively putting them in the NIL stuff and and hopefully not having NFL product with players in college uniforms. So I, I hope they make that divide. But secondly, I hope, I hope, I hope that they don't put the rookie card identifier on, on these cards because uh, in my opinion, those aren't rookie cards. We can create a new, new identifier, put pre-rookie card, uh, which is a concept that I love adopted by ComC, uh, create, or create a, a completely different identifier, but don't do what you did with Overtime Elite. And that is put RC identifier on those cards. Victor, I, I agree with you. But what about, you know, we've co- we've heard these cards that come out like before they hit the pros uh, as like XRCs, right? Extended rookie cards. What if they put an XRC logo on these uh, college uh, cards? Would, would What's your thoughts on that? Would that like, would you there, be okay with that? Or that's still the fact that there's an... RC in XRC is that still they're, they're really not extended sets though yeah and that was kind of the concept I mean if yeah it put anything but just don't put RC yeah well they put I I know on some of the like the overtime elite they put they put uh first Bowman if it was a Bowman uh branded release I mean are you okay even with that yeah I don't have a problem with that yeah uh, I, I, a great point you made that I want to touch on. You know, when we talk about prospecting, right? What is the first hobby sport we think of, right? Baseball with all the the, the, the incarnations of Bowman and, and guys appearing on on a card for you know three, four, five, maybe even more years before they actually crack the the big league uh, lineup. And it's really the you know other than that and hockey, uh, the other sports you get drafted. And you either, you know, fo- uh, football, basketball, you're on the roster. Uh, how much you play, that's to be determined. But there really is no minor league system. So the, the prospect of player in basketball and football uh, almost really is not even possible. Um, well, John, but just now, to interject, John, to interject yeah. one thing, though, don't forget the NBA has the D League and, and they're the D- doing things, more things with the G League for people who may not want to go to college even for a year but may want to be professional if they're good enough. And then they go to the NBA if they're good enough, you know, so there is a G that, so you can, you can do certain things in basketball. You know, football doesn't really have a minor league system, but basketball does. I love going to the Texas legends. In fact, you know, I've told the story that I have, my goal in life now is to breed Brad's turtle at the Texas legends events. You know, we have a minor league. It's called the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) Well, I'd like to argue with you, but we're getting into this. I thought it was Dallas Cowboys. But even even that, Rich, you're you're right, and I and I knew, you know, I I thought about that when I was saying that. But very few, let's be honest, you know, very few players are coming from these NBA development developmental leagues and really, you know, getting superstar status or all star. No, they don't become. They we don't know yet because. It's a new rule, and we don't know how many people are going to take advantage of going to the G League versus going to a college for a year. Yeah. So the that, one guy that gonna... stands out is a guy, gentleman, uh, and he's actually didn't have a great year this year. He had a, a great year last year. That's uh, Darius uh, Baisley from uh, Oklahoma City, who I know a little bit about because he committed to Syracuse 
and then uh, uncommitted mm -hmm. and went to the the he didn't even go to any college. He went to uh, the developmental league, and he, he had, you know two years ago had big 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 year with with Oklahoma City. He still played well this year, but took a little bit of a step back, but not in the true sense like baseball. But now, like Richter was pointing out, uh, Rich is is now you're getting these sets. You know, maybe two three years before these guys. Uh, get drafted or play, and uh, you can, you know, someone can go buy a hundred count lot of a basketball or football guy that far ahead, and it's going to be interesting to see how how the you know it's Victor has an opinion, I have an opinion, they're, they're along the same lines. You guys have an opinion, but at the end of the day, it's going to be kind of that that hobby consensus opinion right what is the hobby well, i view? think rex rex who's closer to actually what's going on with customers than the rest of us because he sees them every day you know rex has some pretty good points he's the one out there talking to the customer now what if you put on victor you know you, so i think we should pay attention to what he's saying you're, you're, i love that what if you had like a a red shirt logo like a, a, a red shirt football jersey with like Better not be the red. Better not be the red jersey they wear on Star Trek. Otherwise, you'll end up not living. Well, that's the whole other deal. But no, I mean, think about that. But how cool would that be to have like a red shirt with the RS logo instead of the rookie card? How cool would that be? There you go. That would be I, cool. I, I think what we're that's all saying so cool. is there's a ton of potential for these. Yes, cards. and I think it's going to be really cool because Rex is correct. There are Notre Dame collectors who don't care. And I'm I'm gonna go way to the past. They only want they would rather just have Paul Harning in a Notre Dame uniform than they would as a Green Bay Packer. So you know, I agree with that. you know, I even though that. that's a long time ago. And the current people want to see the current athletes in their current college. There's a big market. He's right, there's a big market for it. It's a different market. It may not even be a hobby related market. You know, I'm you know, in Texas we get some of this with the college. We go Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or Oklahoma once stayed up. Where the, where the biggest things in sports are the Oklahoma college and basketball teams, you know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State and all that, and they're the biggest things in town, that would be Nebraska's even more that way. You you give Nebraska Nebraska-related cards, that's a hit. That's, that's going to be a huge hit in Nebraska. It may not be a huge hit in New York City, but it sure be a huge hit in Nebraska. No, I I think we, we, we consistently – ask why isn't there regionality in cards why can't why is a is a is a guy opening up a box of cards in 
Texas do I get Yankees cards and Angel cards, but I don't get any Ranger cards or or vice versa. You can open up a box and be and be consistently heavy in a particular team in a region that I'm sorry, I hate the Yankees. I don't want any Yankees cards. I want I Ranger know. cards. I'm not so, that far from you, son. I, 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 I know, I know, but I don't like the Yankees. I mean, I, I never That's have. your problem. <laughs> hey, go Mets, baby. Go Mets. So I, I, the regionality, I actually love this. Where I can maybe walk into, into Fanatics, if, especially if you're like, like got a Fanatics that's in Fort Worth close to the campus, and you can get TCU cards, and then you can distribute them all through the old Southwestern Conference area. Or SME. I, 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 I love, I absolutely love this. I'm not a big college football or baseball fan, but dadgummit, you want to drag me into the college market, start doing stuff like this. And well, well, here's the thing. I mean, this year tops, and we're going to say Fanatics tops. I don't know whether it was planned before or after Fanatics bought tops, but tops was able this year to reintroduce and I mean, they had a couple of years where it was, you know, the pandemic based, but they reintroduced the retail team sets, the 7, 15, 17 card team sets. As we're saying, you go to TCU, wouldn't it be nice to have the 15 car, a 15 card TCU set or a 20 card TCU set mm-hmm. of their, ba- you know, 10 card of their basketball team, 20 or 15 or 20, 25, 30 cards of their football team? And you sell it regionally and you print to order. And if it turns out it's hot, maybe you can go back and print some more from there's a there's a market there. And I think that's what we're all in agreement. There's a market. I think we're we're hitting different parts of it. But I think Fanatics, which is very, very laser focused on how to market their items. And they're very laser focused on that. I don't want to say I guarantee you they'll figure it out. But I'll put about a 95% guarantee they'll figure it out. You hear it right now with Mark. So mark it, mark it. He guaranteed it. Mark I did it. not care. I said 95%. No, that's that's a good. Well, hey, at 95% in sales, that's considered a closed deal right there. So Okay, it's a closed deal. Nice. I, I, bet, I guarantee you they'll figure it out. You, and they'll here's, adjust it accordingly. I have here's say, a, it's actually, plus the thing about signing players when they're young See what I'm talking about, Victor? See what I'm talking about? It's a good move. I mean, there there used to be – Tops used to talk about in the 60s. They And, of course, this is how Maury Wills doesn't have a card to 67 except for his 1960 card where he's in the background or Luis Aparicio is sliding into base in a World Series game, and he ends up in the background, but he's on the card. It's his only Tops card for seven years. I'll tell a story about that in a minute or so. Wait a second. I'm well, sorry. Sorry. You don't let John speak. He's going to explode. That, that rarely happens. I think Rich is like the only guy with that that power. So I don't know. They had a minor league Scott named like Turk Kahan, and he'd sign everybody on the roster to a $5 deal to get tops, you know, where tops in perpetuity. And they didn't sign Maury Wills. What? And they called it steak money because the five dollars in those days would buy you a very nice steak for dinner that night. Mm, yeah. And what do you think, man? Nowadays, <laughs> well, listen, I think might, might, might buy you two French fries at McDonald's. Yeah. Well, for, yeah, I think this is obviously this is a calculated move, like Rich pointed out on on Fanatics. I think Fanatics is looking at this as sort of like a gateway drug, right, to get people. Uh, into the hobby it's it's maybe people who don't 
collect cards but are huge college fans, hey, I'm going to buy my, my college team uh, cards, and that will lead them into the mainstream uh, part of the hobby. Hey, now I got my favorite college player in the college set, and now he's drafted. Now I got to start buying, you know, tops regular uh, releases to get, you know, Joe Smith, uh, a rookie from, you know, TCU or Texas AMM or whatever it's a, it's college, you know, Ohio State. So I think, you know, obviously it's it, that's, I think, the long-range goal uh, is immediate sales, but to, to kind of bring people in to the, the hobby that aren't in yet. And they, they've said that from, from Jump Street, that this is what they want to do, and they're making decisions and deals that lead up uh, – lead up to that i think you know i want to see how it plays out like years from now where you know when we when we think of baseball right in the first bowman card i'll use like vlad guerrero jr for example his first bowman card has a uh, significant value as does his rookie card I, maybe it just falls in to the same sort of of pattern as that and it's just you know we're now we're talking about football and basketball first hey, uh college hey john card. yeah I know go ahead I know we were, uh, well, I shouldn't say we, me personally. I remember hearing Josh Luber and Michael Rubin talking about that they want to 10X the hobby. And I would just like smirk and roll my eyes. But that's, <laughs> but that's because I didn't see the big picture. This, my friends, yeah. is the big picture. This is how they're going to 10X the hobby right here. And I think this is a brilliant move. And I think this is very good for the hobby in every aspect. I, I mean, that's a, that's a, an ambitious number. I'm not saying, I don't, I don't know if I see them hitting that. I don't even, if we know exactly what we're at right now to times by 10, like how do they know they even hit that mark, hit that goal. But that's a, that's a, you know, the other thing he said, he wants 10 times as many breakers uh, as, as possible. And then he goes on with the backyard guys. So figure that one out, but uh, don't get me started there. But yeah, I think this is definitely laying the groundwork, uh, Victor, for that. Uh, I Listen, I can be critical of fanatics sometimes, but you also got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, this is uh, probably going to be a smart decision. Uh, it's going to be a, a product that sells. We've seen even some of these products before this, right? The Bowman University stuff uh, has a market. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think it's going to be successful. I think, I guess, it's just the two questions is how successful and how how are the cards, you know, what we kind of started out the, the, the discussion with, how are the cards going to be looked at as, as rookies or pre-rookies? What What is it going to be? And, again, everyone's going to have their own opinion. It's not going to be sort of one, you know, voice speaks all. But, uh, well, I mean, you know, we're, we'll have to see. Be, could it be similar to, like, the, the the tops now program where they're putting in the college players before they hit the draft or you're, you're getting those, those moments. They're now, they were kind of priming to see if people would actually go hunting for these cards. I, I, I just, I, I'm, I, I'm stoked. I, I, I don't know about, I'm stoked. I, I'm not, I may, I may hold reserve judgment to see what they do if they put in the, the five bazillion parallels and the 50 bazillion one of ones, then, you know, then they, they, they blew it. But if, if, if they hold true to like the old, remember that 
the the North Carolina cards, that North Carolina set. That's what I'm. I'm. That's what I hope they do is they go into that direction and do stuff like that. Now, overproducing and mass producing like that, I, I don't care for. But if they stick to that that history or that trend back then, I, I think this is going to be a home run. I, I well, you mentioned I, I, cap market you, market. I'm calling it right now. I think it's a home run. I think you I'm, mentioned I'm like you mentioned tops now, Brad. Here's a question: Can, If they have this college athlete, whatever sport, under this contract, like Victor started off with, either probably under the exclusive, uh, can they make a tops now card before they hit uh, the pro level? I mean, that that you should be up able to if it's under contract. Why not? Yeah. Depending on the language, I guess. What do you think, Victor? I can see. A, I can. I can see a tops now all the yeah. way. If somebody breaks like a. a, a history record or a college football, you know, record or something like that. You've got big college football is huge college baseball. I know it's not, not like promoted well, and it's not really shown well. And it's not college baseball is beautiful and it's awesome. And it's amazing. And I, I, I love watching the college world series because we have a great ritual. Agree with me. We have an, a, 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 I say great. It's almost borderline amazing college baseball program right down the road here really close to to ken in ut arlington their baseball program is awesome and to have those small school baseball programs that are pulling out prospects left and right i just think man just i, I you can feel when i get passionate about something i, I have a hard time talking about it <laughs> this is like I love it. I love it. The potential. I love it. Yeah. What do you think? I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> well, listen, I'm intrigued by the tops now. If they may, if that tops now card even comes out before they're in like a regular like college release, like a, a pack program, that opens that conversation, right? Is that his first ever ever card? Printed High demand. School. There's only fifteen hundred of school. them. You know. Think about it. The Sweet Sixteen tournament. College in Jersey City, New Jersey, got to the Sweet 16 this year. You know, with, with, with some guys having the games of their lives, they upset yeah. two teams. They had whatever his name is with the mustache. The coach now is going to be coaching in the big least at Seton Hall. And I mean, you know, and nobody's even objecting because they, it was a logical move for Mr. Holloway. I believe that's his name to go to Seton Hall. And here's the thing. Could you imagine how popular that guy with the mustache, especially when Barstool Sports started featuring him, mm -hmm. would have had those few days of sales? He, they might have sold 20,000 cards in yep. tops now of whatever that player's name is with the mustache. And there would have been a, a real hit. And as I pointed out before the tournament began, he got to the Final Four. Coach, this was Coach K's final run with Duke. You don't need to put Coach K in a uniform. But Coach K in the Final Four for that week, as he's approaching the Final Four, not going to be a rookie card. He's got card. He's got cards in the 90s, you know, from the major manufacturers. But it would be a really cool card. And don't tell me Duke's not a national program. It's an uber national program at this point. They could beat some pro basketball teams, that's for sure. They could, they could for sure. Let's look at some chat. What are some of the comments out there? 
They're all wishing. Uh, they're all wishing. They're all wishing 100th birthday. birthday. So See, look, my goal is one hundred. Happy one hundredth birthday. I mean, look. Even if you read down down in the in the scroll, man, it's it's perfect. Happy birthday, Rich. But I think Big One Scott had a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just adding the trading cards there to it, Scott. I think, and that's yeah. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I love this. I wish, I, I, I love. That's not me, okay, Rich. That is not me that keeps doing. It. Don't, do not blame me. <laughs> not me. It's not me either. Hey, and I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking from a perspective of love for the hobby and progression for the hobby. Me personally, you won't catch me spending a, a, a copper penny on collegiate cards because it's not my wheelhouse I'm, I'm i'm more of a hall of fame rookie card kind of guy in in the pro uniform so i'm not going to touch any of it but i can tell you that when you when you look at the big picture it, it's all starting to come together and mind you the 10x it's more of a vision casting i think that they're doing and they got 20 years to do it and by the way i see my i see my friend jb and i assume it's it's young john and not his dad and by the way, young Zhang Zhang is involved in promoting the Nationals. So, And they're all big Rutgers University's fans. And Rutgers has pretty much of a following in New Jersey, too. It is, you know, one of the few teams in the States. And so Rutgers is huge in New Jersey. And look, he bought, he selected his own players in a Bowman Youth case break, which I think is a really cool idea. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of potential in this. Plus, if you see a college guy you really like or a guy or a woman, and we can't, we're assuming guys, but we have to assume women as well because there are a lot of sports where, I mean, look there's another world. Football. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. I'm sorry, Brad, about what they did to Texas, but that's a different subject. Um, <laughs> but, oh, you know, they have the greatest softball player of all time. She, she mm -hmm. finished her senior year yesterday and they won their final game 10 5. They're national champions. Again, a card of her would be incredibly popular. Hey, I saw Pepino Man called in. He was yeah, in the green in. room, and then he dropped out. So if you're out there, Pepino, I don't know if you were having some technical issues or just got tired of waiting, but uh, call back in and we'll, we'll get you, we'll get you, we'll get like, you on the screen. Come on, in. So. Come on in, join in, and, and make sure that you, 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 you wish Rich a happy 200th birthday. <laughs> God, at that at the way at the rate I'm going, thanks to Mr. Brad, be, you know, Master B, uh, B Burr or whatever we'll call him now. Burr, uh, I like that Burr. Um, All right, Derek. I'll, hey, let's, I'll let's, let's bring him. Older yeah, let's, than bring him let's bring him on. What's yeah, up, Pepino man? On. Oh, I don't hear you, Pepino. You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. Get, get yourself yeah. off mute. There he is. I get a mean echo when I join you guys all the time. I don't know what's going on. What's up, big dog? What are you up to? What are you up to, man? <laughs> they go mute again? I don't know. You're, we got you. Yeah, you're I'm Let's trying go. to figure this out. I, I get a bad echo all the time. No, you're good. Come on. We got to close nothing. your window. Well, what what what's your thoughts? I, I know you didn't you didn't come on just to wish Rich a happy birthday, although that's very nice yeah, of you. Well, I, well, happy birthday, Rich. <laughs> anyways i love it so what, one of the things i wanted to say is say for college football um you know how the, the nail 
I always think that this idea with the uh, fanatics and maybe doing the prospect and doing college cards and everybody says regional would be great. But is this nil like one of the things that people are talking about, like say at USC, where all the great players seem to be gravitating towards a school that can pay them. So they're saying in the future there might be just one D one league that's a lot smaller with twelve teams, twenty teams, and the rest of the schools are gonna be like D two and D three. Like there's a lot of D one schools that can fall out of that category because they're not gonna have enough money to sustain competition. So is that going to limit, you know what I mean, the regionals where there's going to be a lot of great programs now that are not going to be, or, or medium-tier programs that are not going to be that good anymore because they're going to lose all their, all their you know, all, all their great players, all the great prospects, their people that are going to sign with them are going to go to um, the transfer portal, go to USC, you know, go to all these schools that can pay them. So is that market going to shrink? I don't think so. I think what you're going to catch this I can't believe I'm actually going to leave an open. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Putting for Rich to talk, but I'm going to. Think about think about in the in the fifties and sixties when they had the, the 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 high level cards and the 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 series series three series four that you could only get in the northeast that were released only in the northeast. Those cards eventually made it to the west. So if you think about it, that we've already got a trend or a parallel or something like that in the history of the hobby to be able to to have those cards like flow through. You've got sport lots you've got you've got ebay you've got uh i don't know there's some company i keep forgetting their name and They're i don't know out of washington brad i don't know there's some there's some they got four letters in their name brad i'm wearing this shirt i think you if you have eyes you can see i don't, I don't know <laughs> oh yeah that's right there's uh uh no Oh, oh, yeah. Come on. You can do it. I have faith in you, <laughs> But the hobby has shown that, that what would what I think would happen moving over, moving those cards forward. And I, am I wrong, Rich? I mean, does that does that seem like that would happen? Well, I, I think you're also different differentiating with two different sports in baseball. I mean, and actually several different sports, baseball, football and basketball. Football, I think you will see a retrenching towards basically basically just a few teams, however many it is, just having, you know, let's say, the, the power five conferences and 75 teams total or something like that that really matter in football. 
Mm-hmm. But you get to basketball, you only need five players on your team, and you maybe a couple subs. But if you have a couple really great players, they may not want to play. You know, they may want to play for a place like Bob Lanier did for St. Bonaventure. You know, where John is in freezing upstate New York, or you know, Calvin Murphy playing for Niagara. You know, or these small colleges. And they do really well there, and they're very happy there because all the publicity isn't on them. So basketball might end up being very different than football because basketball might be more player-based mm-hmm. based on how good you are, where football might have a you know more limited <laughs> amount of teams one can use compared to basketball. Every well, team starts the bas- NCAA basketball season figuring they have a chance to compete. Well, Not every team break- Pepino brings up a great point. You know, you're going to have a lot of your, you know, high school superstars. Uh, it's always going to have been like this, even before the NIL. But I think the NIL, the NIL sort of amplifies it, right? You're going to go to your USC's, Ohio State's, Penn State's, Michigan's, right? We're here in Syracuse uh, University. Uh, recruiting's probably not been as good. You know, there, there is going to be almost like a second tier of big-time I mean, Syracuse is a big-time school, but they're, they're definitely going to be, uh, if we're ranking them in tiers, they're definitely going to be in that second or, or possibly even third tier, depending on sport and, and because money, right? Money's going to do talk. So maybe with, you know, maybe the local communities, they could do like a, a Syracuse University GoFundMe so we can get some high school <laughs> superstars. But uh, it, it brings up a great point. But Rich also brings up a great point, right? There's always, you know, everybody that's on a college uh, roster can 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 play. Just different levels of talent. There's always going to be someone coming out of a smaller school that w- winds up being, uh, you know, a, a, an all star, potential Hall of Famer uh, in their sport. And that's going to be fun too. Is to find that person where everyone's looking over here at Ohio State. Hey, no one's paying attention to this guy. He's got some cards. In this new with this new deal, uh, no one no one focusing on on him or her too much. I'm going to uh, start buying those uh, cards. And uh, you know, uh, uh, there's a comment here. I want to put it up uh, from Reppin uh, Raging Rondo, and he says, "I certainly won't open any wax, but yep. definitely could see myself picking off a, a handful of singles off the secondary." Yeah, I kind of feel this, speaking for myself. That's kind of how I'm sort of looking. I'm not going to say I won't open any, but I'm I'm not going to go nuts opening this stuff. But if there's a if there's someone in college that I think is going to translate and be a a big time performer at yep. the next level, as yep. we see Prism draft picks baseball, bottom uh, by accident. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But like I, I would buy singles too. That's just smart. If especially mm-hmm. if they're if they're cheap, you can get in on that ground level right before the hype. Uh, really hit. So hey, let me let me add a layer here yeah, um, before we move on. Before we move on to our next topic, um, but the other layer that I read um, was Derek Eiler, who is the vice president of Fanatics College. They made a statement saying that they're going to guarantee that this uh, these relic cards that are not game worn, they're going to get rid of that, and they're going they have assured the hobby. But it's going to be officially game used. Yeah. Parts. Now, now, does everybody understand? Realize what 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 he's saying? Because and we discussed this at Rich's last show. 
So, and I don't remember the year, Rich, so you might be able to, to, to the, the relic cards that we are getting today aren't even guaranteed to be the same player, the same, the same game, the same team, the same year. They're just saying it could be a piece of cloth that was, that was whatever. You're not guaranteed, and it's on the back of the card, but I don't remember. We were talking about this, and when I realized this at, the, at Rich's show, I, my jaw dropped. My, I could not. That's for me. I'm like, what? You got What year was that, Rich? I don't remember. Well, I don't, but here's the thing. When, when game jersey cards began in 96, 97, and Upper Deck was the first major company to really do a lot with it, they made it a point to tell you all the cards were from the players. I think there were, I think Victor had like, and I don't think it drew very well and it probably should have drawn better in the hall of fame voting because it's actually a very important hobby card. You had a Ken Griffey junior card, not 96 or 97 on the ballot this year. Yep. And it, the upper deck made it quite clear. Those cards were game worn jerseys. Yeah. And I, I eventually what happened is, and the logic makes sense. If you wanted to get Jersey relics in, they started calling them event-worn thing uh, jerseys. When they went to the NFL player shoot, you would have players put on sometimes two, three, four jerseys at the same time, and then that could be a player-worn jersey that you put on the card. It's still a relic. It's still worn by the player, but it wasn't game-used. I think from what you're saying – is that it would be a nice step back to where we started with game worn jersey cards yep. to have game worn jersey cards, and I think that would be a real that would that would be a nice step to getting. I'm going to put the term in quotes some value back to those cards. Yep. Yeah, and I think and even date them that would even game, be an extra step. Yeah, they need to be game like leather and lace. What is it? Leather and laces. They tell you what game it is. They tell you the player. They tell you. I, I think we need Pepino, get your comment in, and then I'm going to well, let you go. Well, I remember, I remember being in a, a Facebook group, and this was a, a really long time ago. So I got to say, relics have at least gotten better uh, as far as in patches. Mm -hmm. I remember being in a Facebook group where we would always just show each other, um, repost um, other cards, like say uh, a player name letter, and say it's Kershaw, and it would be the letter L. Or like says, when is the letter L in Kershaw's name? Like there used to be some real bad yeah. errors, and we would all share them. If we saw them on Instagram or somewhere else, there was a Facebook group where we would all share them, and there was some really, really bad, you know, like totally different team patch. You know what I mean? Like so, they've gotten a lot better though, actually. You know, from back when they first started. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you go. We're gonna move on to the next topic. Really appreciate you calling in, man. Call in anytime. Much love. Oh, can I ask man. one I question sure. before we let him hey, go? Hey. I see all the albums behind you. I was oh. going to say I wanted to know how bad his sets were, how, uh, how far back yeah. his sets were. Well, you can type it in. If he's still in. watching, you can, yeah, you can type it okay, in. Type in how far back your sets go. I, well, what, you know, uh, the last closing thought I want to make on it, we're talking about jersey cards. I always wanted, you know, Panini to put whether the, the fabric was from, like, Michael's Crafts or AC Moore. That way we knew – which craft store yep. it was from. All right. That bad, bad, boom. There we go. <laughs> Good way to end that segment. But uh, yeah, I mean, and, and tops, you know, tops with their, like their definitive and some of their higher end brands, they put the hologram, you could scan it. It would tell you exactly what game it was from. I had a Conforto, a uh, nice patch 
from a game where he hit a home run, uh, went like three for four with a home run. I literally found the game on YouTube and watched the game. So there's the, you know, the arm patch of the game uh, that, that he wore it in, which was, was kind of cool uh, to see that. So uh, All right, let's move on to the next topic. All right, so well, let's great. listen. Capino, man, hey. that's, that's great. I mean, completing 58 and 69, those are two really cool sets to have finished. Of course, I want to know if you've done the master sets of those years with all the variations. But even just completing the sets without variations is pretty cool in today's world. All right, so let's go on to the next one. Go ahead, John. Well, we're for, you know, we're 44 days away today. Like Rich pointed out, uh, you know, we had uh, – John Bro Brogy, I think he said Junior. Uh, in it's the room actually today. John, it's not his. It's not Junior. Okay. Not All right. Junior. Well, the son son of uh, Mister Brogy, and so it's a good segue to talk. We're forty four days away, man. That's that's less than two months, uh, and uh, getting close now. And and every day, obviously, uh, closer. Uh, Brad, you're going to your first one. Uh, Rich yep. is going to his eighty second. Victor, I gotta. Uh, are you going this year? I'm assuming you are, but uh, yes, I sir. I'll be there. So yeah, all we... four of us are, are going to be there. We're 44 days away. I've I've talked to you off the air, obviously, Brad, about you know uh, the first one and kind of what to expect. It's going to be you know whatever you think it is. It's going to be beyond that, especially uh, the first time. But uh, I've never been to a national in Atlantic City. So it's my first time in that capacity, not my first national. Um, I mean, just thoughts, uh, Rich, if you want to lead. I mean, you've probably been to the most. No, I'll, I'll, I'll back clean up. But I've been, to, right. I've been to the Atlantic City Nationals, but I'll back clean up. Well, I'm, well, I'm just going to yeah, say the same thing I, I told Brad. You know, I'm again, you, you the stories are all the same, right? The people you get to hang out with, it's, you know, I've heard the, I've heard the event called you know, a family reunion, hobby family reunion. I've coined it the Super Bowl of the hobby. It's that week you circle on your calendar every year, just like Super Bowl week. Um, and uh, it's just a, a great time. It's You anticipate it. it. It's probably the fastest week ever. It's like it's over, and then you, you start counting down the days to, to the next one, uh, starting with 365. The only thing after and last year, I will tell you, I was so zonked after last year's national. Uh, <laughs> when my plane didn't make it back to Texas and I got stuck in Oklahoma City, I just said, you know what? I'm just, you know, and then the planes were having issues. One of my friends offered to pick me up. And I said, no, I'll tell you what. I'm. It's just as easy if I sleep in a hotel in Oklahoma City as anywhere else. And I almost literally slept until I got home. <laughs> yeah. You're it is one of the most fun but exhausting experiences you'll ever have at a show yeah you, I, I, on, no you're you're right rich and I, i'm i'm with my new job as a, as a teacher assistant it'll be summer school kind of low-key I'm, I'm glad you know I, i'll be back to work on monday i took obviously that week off from summer school but it'll be nice to have a job where I, i'm not gonna be running around uh crazy because like you said i'll be probably a zombie i'll warn my uh my co-staff, like, hey, here's what. If uh, you by the way, all, by the way, in all yeah. seriousness, John is not just a teacher's aide or a teacher's assistant. He's a special ed teacher's aide, if I remember correctly. And I if am. you've never worked with sped kids, it is not. It, and I say this because my wife Dina does that, mm. and a couple of my aunts when I was growing up did that. 
back in New Jersey, back, you know, back uh, before Dirk was invented, because I'm that old. Well, uh, you know, 200 years is a long time, you know. Yeah, it is a long time. And uh, I think the country's almost there. Did you see Paul? I, I'm Hitler? almost as old as a country. What can I tell you? <laughs> and uh, But doing the work John does, which he's obviously very good at, is something that we all, you know, should thank him for, because these kids don't have the same advantages for the most part as we all have. And he's helping people who need help. So, you know, all kidding aside and all my teasing about his soliloquies and, you know, aside and his operatic solos aside, John is doing a lot of good work doing that. Well, I appreciate that, Rich. And you know what? It's a two way street, right? As much as, you know, I'm helping him, as you say, um, you know, I've learned a lot uh, from these, uh, you know, young men and women as well. Uh, I, I, on the job and, uh, learning about them and, and, you know, what they like to do and uh, probably, you know, not my most highest paying job I've ever had, but my most rewarding as far as knowing when I'm driving into work that I'm going to make an impact and a difference in someone's life. Uh, Here's I, something I else about your job. I can't say if, that. When you're yeah. a teacher, at the end of the day, you still have to do a whole bunch of stuff. When you're a teacher's assistant, you know what happens <laughs> at the end of the day? You drive for Uber. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I go to Syracuse University, that second tier college that we were talking about earlier, and I drive the college kids around for about By an hour. By the way, you do know that Columbia University in the city of New York played Syracuse in the first game ever at the Carrier Dome. So uh, I we almost beat you that game. By the way, um, yeah, it's not the Carrier Dome no more, Rich. It's the I JM- don't know what, what's the corporate name now. JMA Wireless Dome. Fine, you know, here, here's the funny story when it was the carrier dome it was hot as hell in there there was no air conditioning so the name of the dome the naming rights is from an air conditioning company and the building is a sauna now they got a jma wireless which is a telecommunication and like wi-fi there's air conditioning the dome is now air conditioned so it's nice but, but is there, there wi-fi but the wi-fi right now is not good but they're working on it. They're working on it. So, so the Wi-Fi company can't even provide you Wi-Fi in their own stadium. Okay. <laughs> hey, I thought we were talking about the national. I know. Well, hey, I, got, I was just about to start doing stuff like this. You know, I was just about to start doing stuff like this so that we could start talking about the national. Good grief. But Richard, that's, that's Richard, what you do with the national. Very nice. See, we can just start doing this. It just be you and me, and then we should actually start talking about the national. <laughs> So, Victor, man, you go into the national. <laughs> well, let, listen. Let's let let's let's hear from Victor about the net. You know what? Well, what yeah, Victor. Are you, so, Victor, what do you like to collect? <laughs> Talk about yeah. the national, big cat. Come on, bring no, it. I'm, I'm going. This is going to be like my seventh or eighth national. I think it is. I've never been to Atlantic City though, so <clears throat> really looking forward to that. And and I get. Um, I get some some friends of mine, you know, they'll chatting with some of my friends say say man, you want to be careful in 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 Atlantic City. You know, you got to watch your back walking down the street. <laughs> and I'll tell them in a heartbeat, man, I'm, I'm from the ghetto. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> That's not going to bother me at all, but uh other than that, man, I'm really looking forward to it. I've uh, been anticipating this one for a long time and I'm excited to go. A lot happened. Yeah, we were we were John and I were talking last night about this. So we're, there's going to be uh, there's there's going to be, and I'll even do this. We'll we'll do this with exclusive exclusive. We plan 
knock on wood. So there's several of us staying at a particular house and we plan on trying to go live at, at the end to kind of show what's going on, to show, you know, uh, to talk about what's going on, to show what we bought. Uh, it's going to be kind of like a, an after hours thing where we're just going to go, we're not even going to, we're just going to go live and whoever's there is going to be there and whoever's not going to be there is not going to be there. You're going to be able to come on, come off. And it's going to be just a great big, huge conversation. So y'all watch, subscribe because you're only not going to, that's the only way you're going to know. We probably won't even do Twitter notifications. We're probably just going to go, go live. And then knowing, knowing who's at the house, that's not going to, you know, they're going to go, no, 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 no. We need to go. We need to tweet this out. We need to tweet. We need to tweet this out. We need to tweet this out. So we'll do, we'll, we are going to try to go live. Um, I'm going to be. Absolutely- we don't know yet, Brad. Honestly, we don't know. Like last year we did a hobby hotline live on stage. We were fortunate enough yep. uh, to do that. Uh, I don't know whether that's going to be the case. Uh, so I, I don't want to <clears> say <throat> yes or no, but uh, obviously we'd like to do that. Again, in worst case, we did. Uh, we can even, you know, go in one of the media rooms and do our mm-hmm. own sort of live with everyone from Hobby Hotline that's going to be there, which will be the majority of the twenty-one. I don't know how we're going to get everyone uh, <laughs> all on the well, screen. We, we did Saturday we'll at 10 a.m. just like for the show. Logan's yep. comment is hilarious, and it brings me one of my favorite hobby stories. <laughs> uh, this, uh, yeah, there you and, go. There you go. But now I'm just gonna have to do the the person Gloria Rostein, wonderful promoter. Uh, Jimmy Ryan JP's is now running what used to be her shows and doing a great job. Gloria Rostein talked about the first time she ever promoted a show. She was used to the more genteel car, you know, coin show world than baseball cards. And at the first show she ever promoted at the White Plains Convention Center, uh, she ended up saying the first night, Man, this smells like a gymnasium in here. And there were a couple things she later did to make it easier on everybody because you're loading in a lot of cards. A lot of people are loading in a lot of cards and it's a long walk. And, you know, when you're starting at five, six in the morning, you know, you don't always shower at five or six in the morning, you get in your car and you drive. And so she, that night, placed a bar of dial soap behind every dealer's table. And she, but she also did for future shows. There were a couple people, there were two guys, and I think they ended up being four guys at the White Plains show. And you would quote, and I'm going to put it in air quotes, tip them $10 and they would load and unload your card. They did it incredibly efficiently. Oh, that's awesome. And that took care of a lot of those issues because you weren't loading and unloading your car. And when it's 80 degrees outside and you're loading and unloading your car, you, Brad, you've done the you've done Dallas show, shows when yeah. it's hot outside. That's I don't cool. care how clean you are at the start of the day. Guess what? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about getting a, getting like a room just so I could go up and shower just to, to like what <laughs> the dry <laughs> soap was that like just the head sure that you know to reduce. <laughs> but but given, well, given we have a couple. She understood the problem and worked on solutions. We do have some, we do have some like hobby watchdogs. Maybe they can use that gift that they have and, and just start watching these shows. Michael, 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 Michael. 
We need the FC. We need the FCC uh, in the room too with us. But uh, I don't get the I, uh, the dry bar of soap was probably just a hit. You can't do nothing when you're already at the show. You can't well, rob I, the, a drug. She was making a point. Yeah. 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 Hint, hint. But, yeah, I would have saved a, a few bucks and just sent an email to everyone. Like, hey, I get it. This but- is 1983, John. You you don't send emails in 1982 All or 83. Right, that's true. Smoke signals. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. No. A little piece of paper on everybody. You know, you know gentlemen, in those days, we didn't use such sophisticated. You know, Twitter was 25 years from being invented. YouTube was 25 yeah. years from being invented. Nobody would have ever. We would have had to been taped on some very fancy stuff to even do half of this. Think about the changes in 25 years or when Brad was a kid or when I was still 175 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm super, super stoked for this. This is I did, of course, you know, with my dad and my brother, we went to the 1990 one that was here in Dallas. And from what I understand, the Dallas Card Show has already dwarfed that. So I I'm I am like I got goosebumps right now just thinking about it. I, I am so excited. I, I implore everybody, yell Skidmark, yell happy birthday, yell yell Texas card dude. Like I am so stoked. Please come up, like say howdy. And like I the people, John and I were talking about what cards I was gonna buy, you know, uh, digging through boxes. This I just I'm like you can tell I'm stoked. I'm so there, there's gonna be there's gonna be lots of pictures with me and Brody. There's going to be a lot of pictures of you, Brody, because <laughs> if you don't, those for those of you who don't know, I am five foot two, okay, and Brody is already like six foot. So you've got you've got this 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 fifty year old man standing next to this fourteen year old kid that is just it's going to be hilarious. Brody, listen, yeah. I'm not five foot two. Brody's taller than me. Oh, I remember when I first so met Brody. Five foot two. He's Brody the kid. Are you Brad the midget then? <laughs> yes, I am actually, and and nobody say that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all fun and games, guys. I I am just super stoked to meet everybody, to walk around, to to look at the cards. But then the after hours, you know, the, the hanging out with everybody, uh, go, you know, maybe going to a casino and hanging out and doing some blackjack or some some uh, slot machines or craps or something like that for a couple hours, hanging out. Uh, I. I, I can't wait. I'm going to be walking around according to, 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 I'm not going to steal some, according to somebody, the, the, one of the booths is going to be completely different than it did, than it was last year. And there's going to be a new booth that we're all going to look at that. We're going to go, Holy crap. This is awesome. Uh, I'm not going to steal any thunder because I want it to be a surprise. Uh, but it's going to have some cool new stuff for the hobby. Uh, there's it, just the, the presence, the ability to aggravate Sue's live, the ability to, to but just, careful doing that live. Cause she can hit you live. That's the whole like point, you do, it's one thing to do it on screen. It's one thing to do it on screen. Like I'm trying to hit you and that doesn't hurt, but in person that, that would, so be careful. Uh, if you know, I love you, Brad. But if this was like a pay per view where you could bet on the outcome, I would bet on Sue's person. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to DraftKings, uh, and I'm 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 putting it on Sue's. But you know what I mean. I, I mean, she's she's a, she's a three to one favorite 
uh, <laughs> Rich is giving odds. I just said don't mess with Sue. Rich is actually laying laying odds down. She's from New York. She's from New York. I yeah. would not mess with her in any I'm way. I'm just gonna like give her a big old hug. That's probably more. Uh, you 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 might still end up on the ground that way, son. I know because I'll ask, I'm, I'm duly noted and I'll be asking, can I have a come on, uh, hug it out? Come on. I don't know if she's a hug. I, I'd be careful there too. I don't think you might not get, you might get, you might Her get rejected on the hug. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. But y'all know what I mean about the people. I mean, it, the people and the, and the cards and everything. Victor, what do you think? I like John's thing, man. Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl of the hobby, man, right there. That That's. To me, that's perfect. Yeah, go ahead. And you know what? I hate to say it like this, and I don't I don't mean it the way it might come across, but like it's the one event I think everyone from the hobby tries to get to. Like anyone that's anyone tries to be there. It's the one it's you know, you what what other event are you gonna have the most hobbyists in one place at the one time? It's yeah. it's that, right? It's that it's as simple uh, as that. For me, again, on a personal note. This is the first one I'm actually driving to. So the fact that we can get in, you know, my SUV, I can bring maybe more stuff than I would on, on that I could get on a plane. Uh, it's going to be fun. This is the first time uh, we're, we're staying in a house rather than a, a hotel, uh, you know, uh, uh, an Airbnb with Rich and, and Brad. And I'll say it's not a secret. Uh, Logan and his son, Tyler, Val, uh, my wife's going. You won't see her at the show, but she'll she'll be at the house in the beach, uh, making a, a vacation of her own uh, out of it. Just it's going to be a, a fun time uh, at the show, like Brad said. Even after whether we cook out or who knows, do what, and uh, just hang out and uh, and talk and share stories. And uh, well, I'm sure we'll get to hear some uh, rich save some save some for the beach house, save some stories. Uh, for oh, there, I'll have plenty of stories at the show, and we we are. We have had such a good time. We have sailed past our hour mark. Yeah, well, we have. I kinda, I kinda and Rich, to... we must be having a good time because Rich would be right on that, be like, "All right, guys," and he wasn't, so he, he he's guilty by association too. All right, so I, I am pointing it out though. So before we go out, somebody said that we're coming, and I was looking. So John, see if you can find out. There's there's a comment in there about next week's Dallas Card Show, and somebody's coming to the Dallas Card Show next. No, week. he was coming in July. In July, okay. So next week, next weekend, it's the smaller Dallas Tower Show at the Esports Events Center, which used to be the Arlington Convention Center in Arlington, Texas, obviously. And it'll be and Kyle has expanded the hours. So actually, Friday night, five to eight will be a sneak preview to the public, so to speak. And then the hours will be Saturday, 10 to five and Sunday, 10 to four. And I will be there. I will be there at some point on Saturday. Well, I'm, the reason why I'm saying this is I'm, I will not be there on Saturday, and I'm going to give full disclosure. At the same time, it is uh, it, it is the Fan Expo at uh, the K. Bailey Hutchinson Center in downtown. Are you dressing up in cosplay? I got to get pictures of this. <laughs> no, see, there's a. There, I'm actually going to be on a round table at the a at round the, table. A round table. It's going to be you know we're all going to get nights and. Actually, no, but I'm not going to be at the Dallas Card Show. I'll be at the Fan Expo. It's, we're doing a live podcast with a couple of friends of mine, so I won't be at the Dallas Card Wait Show. Did I hear you say friends? Yeah, I know. I paid. The check has cleared the mail. All right, <laughs> good. <laughs> but I will be there instead. Instead of, and I'm giving full disclosure because afterwards, whenever it gets released, 
I don't want everybody saying, Hey, what's it? We didn't tell it. You didn't tell us this. You didn't tell us this. So that's all, that's all going down. So full disclosure. And then I, you know, we, we had a passing a couple of years ago and, uh, I, it, it, Adam West passed. I'm a huge Batman fan. This is my 32nd tribute to, to Adam West. Uh, he meant a lot to me and my brother and, uh, just thank you, Adam West, for what you meant to to the Batman label and to uh, to everything. So you know, I was reading about him, and it was a real shame they never gave him even a non-Batman cameo in any of the later Batman movies. I and know. I think they really should have done that. Just you know, just a brief cameo thanking him for what he did for the Batman brand. Because yeah, I remember the Batman trading cards. That's right. You, and you know, one thing I've learned since I was at ComC, I always just thought they were American. Uh-uh. There's the tops. There's OPC and there's A and B C printed in England. There are actually three different wow. companies oh, wow. that, made that, that made the same Batman cards in 1966. And obviously the OPC and the British are a little tougher to find in this country than the Americans. So I mean, and 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 they also later did actually you could probably call them Adam West rookie cards. There are cards based on photos from the series. So nice. there's probably some Adam West and Burt Ward and Julie Newmar and all those people, rookie cards. Julie Newmar. Man. Yeah, mm, yeah. Newmar. I'm bringing up your good memory, aren't I, Brad? Yes, yes. <laughs> that was pre-Yvonne Craig as Batgirl. That's right. That's right. Julie Newmar. And then there is one more thing. I, I If I didn't do this, Logan would, would really, I mean, who can, who can really like. Oh, my I mean, gosh. <laughs> What the heck's going on there? Like, how did you even get that? <laughs> That's some slick engineering right there to be able to That's do that. Terrible. That's on the, the only thing good about that is my shirt. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to get marked. So, all right. Uh, That's a nice Jeff Gordon card. And hey, if you, whether you see Rich uh, in person today, but even online, Make sure you wish him uh, a happy birthday. Uh, there you go. I channel my uh, inner Willard Scott there. I know he. We you know, I looked like that when I was eighteen. I look like that when I'm sixty-two, and I'll probably still look like that when I'm a hundred. Actually, this is this is Richard's driver's uh, license when Smuckers was issuing them. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Richard, uh, the last word. Go ahead. Go ahead and. Uh, and uh, take us out. Yeah, I just want to say thanks to all the hobby listeners, all the great comments out there. And in the spirit of Walter Cronkite, that's the way it is this June 11th, 2022. And we'll catch you on the next one. There you go. There you all go. right, everyone. Thank you. For that. <laughs> and listen, he's getting he's getting a shirt that says, I was on with Brad Rich and John and survived. And survived. <laughs> exactly. That's, and that's survived. Yeah. <laughs> And it's gonna, it's gonna have this, this. Where's it? It's gonna have this picture right here. Wide, on. Brad, <laughs> that will be the only thing you see Good when Lord. we go to four wide. Do that again, Bradley. <laughs> What's funny burn is the when negative. I got it saved, so burn, burn the negative. Burn the negative. <laughs> <laughs> that was all funny. right, guys. Hey, Thank we'll you. see you back here uh, Tuesday for another episode. Thank you uh, to Pepino Man for for joining us on screen, calling in. Uh, anyone's welcome to do that. We'll be back on Tuesday and again back on Saturday, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, Saturdays, 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we wish all well, and we'll see you next time. We here at Hobby Hotline want to take a minute 
to thank you, the listeners out there, whether you've downloaded the show or called on live or just listened and watched live. Uh, we appreciate you. Remember, we're on every Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, rotation of hosts. We're now up to 21 different hobby hosts, and I want to take this time to acknowledge each and every one of those, uh, whether they appeared on this episode or not. I'm going to do this in alphabetical order. Dr. Jim Beckett, Brad Bethune, Texas Car Dude, Brody the Kid, Herman Bryant, 3D Collection, Jeff Dinson, Deafness 45, Corey Donovan, Yamwax, Chris Harris, Dale Gum, Drew Herndon from Let Me Get That Potograph, John Keating from That 70s Card Show, Uncle Rich Klein, Susan Luzarash from Card Chat, Jason Martin from NASCAR Radio, Val Morris from NASCAR Radio, Michael Moynihan from Baseball Collector, Bench Clear Media, myself, John Newman from Sports Card Nation, Hobby Quick Hits, Breakout Cards, Ryan Nolan, Heroes for Sale, Adam Palmer, Rookie Specialist and Expert, Victor Roman from Women of the Hobby, Sam Schufert, One Million Cubs, Bo Thompson, and last but not least, from NASCAR Radio, Logan Ward. Doug, all these 21 people are fine examples of hobby folks, and we're glad to have them uh, here. So uh, thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode of Hobby Hotline.